Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now, here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this week's show for Law and Reality. Today's topic is, do you really want to listen to the banker? No. Is the show over now? Jenny Lingle. <laughs> I'm going to ignore, I'm going to ignore Brian for now. Good to be here. So, uh, Brian's <laughs> already given us his two cents, so... See you later, Brian. Good morning. Uh, Yes, Brian, the show is over for you. You may leave. Uh, No, the show's not over. Brian Small, how are you? I am absolutely excellent. And no, I don't ever want to listen to a banker. Well, that's not true. I mean, sometimes bankers give good advice. And this this show is not intended. First of all, let me start off. I'll give you the background. But it's not intended to be picking on bankers in general. But in this particular circumstance that I'm going to explain to you, is the banker giving good advice is the question. The subtopic of the show is how to save your home from foreclosure and eliminate your other bills. And so the best way of explaining this is it's a case study. I want to lay out the facts and then we'll talk about it. We have a couple, Don and Jerry. No relationship to Ben and Jerry, Brian. Wasn't there a cartoon? What was the, the, the cartoon? The, the cat ben and Jerry's mouth? Ice Cream. No, there was Ben and no, no, it's it's no. Then there's Tom and Jerry. Oh, okay. That's Tom and Jerry was, was the cat and the mouse. Oh, I missed that cartoon. And that was Jerry J E R R Y. This is Jerry G E R I. Just so you know. Okay. Thanks okay. for that. Because because you know Ken. radio needs to hear that. They're making ninety thousand dollars a year. They have forty thousand of equity in their home. They have an enormous amount of credit card debt. They have a hundred thousand dollars in credit card debt. They have an IRA of $150,000. They have two car payments. One is a lease, $400 a month. The other is an installment loan on a car. They got into one of these subprime loans at 12% interest. They've been paying on it for 36 that's months. Actually, that's actually a pretty good interest rate for subprime Six, lending. $684 a month. They owe $20,000 on this loan, 36 months to go, and... The house and the car is only worth $8,000. They have tax debt of $55,000. They're four months, and, here's, and this is the more critical problem. They're four months behind on their mortgage payment. They've received a letter from Trot Law indicating that the house is going to foreclosure and is going to be sold at a foreclosure sale in four weeks. So you know what they should do? They should run around the house screaming and yelling and panicking. That's that's well, okay. That's but what do we do after happens. that, Brian? Well, I think it's I think that's a I think that's an appropriate start because if they're not worried about it, they should be. Right. Now but this is this is to, a critical to, situation at this point for uh, Ben and Jerry, where if they it's do not Ben and Jerry, Ben it's and Jerry, John and Jerry. John and Jerry. Sorry, I got the ice cream on my mind, <laughs> but. Is, regardless, it's still a critical problem. If they don't act in a timely enough fashion, they're going to end up losing their house. Now, we still maybe, if they've already lost their house, if this is beyond when we could save the house, there are things we can do to help them with all the other debt. But in this case, case Don house. and Jerry want to save their house, and they have to act, and they have to act now. All right. So and that's where you get this Let's just take your, your visual where you have them running around the house. There is a tendency to panic in that mode and to immediately look to 
how do I save my house from foreclosure? And you can make the wrong move. And this is in this case when they, they, they call their banker and they get the wrong advice. Yeah, well, we're, we're getting to that. But first of all, before we get there, how do they get into this problem? And, and, and here's the situation. The $100,000 of credit card debt is costing them $2,500 a month in a minimum monthly payments. And that's what's putting their budget upside down. Their budget, if we, if we went through it, would be close, would be about $1,000 a month positive, but for the fact that they're paying $2,500 a month on these credit card well, bills. And, and not only that, but they, they, the, the mistakes are even bigger than that because they started to utilize the money that they should have been paying on their house to pay the credit, to pay cards. The credit cards and to deal with the IRS. And to not pay, and then, and not pay their taxes. So, so their, their problem is even more critical because what happens when you look at their budget, their budget puts them $1,500 upside down. Well, they're borrowing from Peter to pay Paul right now to put themselves in a position to pay something, and what they're paying is the wrong thing. But if we take a step back, this is a pretty common situation that we see every day that unfortunately life happens in a few situations such as the furnace going out, a car accident. Anybody can find themselves in this situation, really. That's where you accumulate the debt. And Here's the bigger problem. The reason why they're not making the house payment is because they're so... The, as soon as you're late one day on a credit card payment, the phone rings 11 times. So you have all these credit card companies calling them, per putting hour. them under the pressure. Your mortgage company is only one call on one mortgage payment. And that usually call doesn't come until you're 5, 10 days late. In that situation, they're making the mistake of paying the credit cards and not paying the mortgage, and that's why they're facing foreclosure. Well, and that mistake is predicated on the belief that I'll fix it next week, I'll fix it next month. And so if I keep my credit cards current, I still have, maybe I have some credit I I can borrow, and I haven't hurt my credit score, when in reality, what happens is the next month, well, I, I fell behind on my mortgage again. But as I soon can't as you're 30 the, days on the mortgage, you're, you're hurting your credit score. Yeah, anyway. and then yeah. and then all of a sudden, you're putting your house in jeopardy for an unsecured line of credit with Visa and MasterCard. It is a huge mistake and one I see every day. Right, so here's what happens to Don and Jerry. Don, they're in that panic mode. Don goes out to his local uh, pub. And he's sitting there, and he bumps into a friend of his who happens to be a banker. And he, they're having a few beers, and he tells them his problem. And he tells them the situation, and they're having a nice conversation, and he doesn't know what to do. And his friend who's a banker says to him, Don, this is what I think you should, you should do. You should cash in that IRA, the $150,000. You're going to have to pay tax on it, and you're going to pay a 10% penalty, which is going to be $15,000. And your tax is going to be about $37,000. You should net out of that close to $100,000, around $97,000. You take that $97,000, you pay the $7,500 you're behind on the five months, on the four months on your house payment, plus pay your current payment, five months. You then pay off your tax debt of the $40,000 of, of $40, that you owe or so. And that's going to leave you, and then you pay down your credit cards. $50,000. Yeah, that's great advice. That At that it. point, so you no, here, so you have no taxes that you owe. Your credit card debt is down to 50% of what it was, $50,000. And 
your current on your house. Fabulous. And you're still, still $250 upside down a month Don on your budget. That this is what he should do. Don's wrong. Okay. Banker's wrong. Everybody that thinks this is a good idea is wrong. 100% guaranteed wrong. Well, there is nothing right about it. To solving. Je- Jenny, do you, do you, I mean, that's Brian's opinion. Do, do you share his opinion? Well, I, I do share his opinion because in this plan, not only is it not the best plan, if we're looking at it mathematically and financially and legally, um, it, it also doesn't solve the problem. So often when I meet with Don and Jerry, this is always one of the options that they throw out there when I walk through what I think they should do. But this is always the one that I typically circle 99.9% of the time to say, not the plan for you. Here's We're going to walk through why this is terrible advice. And it is, but, but, I wanna, but before I say it's terrible advice, I want to preface it by saying, I understand it's common advice that a financial person will make because they're, they start with the predicate of saying the notion of filing bankruptcy, which is something they don't understand, is the worst possible thing you could do. Oh, wait, you just nailed it. It's something they don't understand. And in this case, it's the best thing that Don and Jerry could humanly do. And let me start off with I've got 150,000 reasons why. Actually, more than one hundred. Well, more than one hundred fifty thousand, but I've got at least one hundred and fifty. I think at the end why. of the day, you have two hundred and forty thousand reasons why. Well, let's, but let's but let's go through one step at a time. Let's look at their net worth now. If you do what the banker is saying to Don, and you bust the IRA, let's assume the tax debt's forty thousand dollars. The equity in the home is still forty thousand. They now have zero savings, whereas before they had 150000 So their total assets now are 40000 whereas before they had 190000 in assets with the IRA. Their credit card debt goes from one hundred to 50000 The tax debt goes away. At the end of the day, their net worth before busting the IRA with the problem not solved was $50,000 positive. Busting the IRA, catching up on the house payment, cutting the tax debt to $50,000, their net worth is negative $10,000. They're $60,000 worse off because of the taxes that they had to pay on the uh, IRA IRA, and the penalty of $15,000. Sounds like a winner move to me. Thanks, the banker. Their better solution is what? They need to file a Chapter 13 bankruptcy. This is a classic case of where Chapter 13 is the right move. It will. Let's start off with what it what it does. Let's start off with the house. Chapter 13 in and of itself will allow them to catch up on the arrears on the house and not be foreclosed. As Prime, long as they file before the foreclosure sale. As long sale, right? as they file before the foreclosure sale. Primary goal for for Don and Jerry is to save their house. That's why they come in to see you. And Brian, oftentimes I, I see them in my office first, which is a good thing because sometimes what they say is, okay, well, I see that I don't qualify for an offer and compromise here because it looks at my assets and I have $150,000 in my IRA. But then they'll say, well, instead of you know taking all the money out and catching up on my mortgage and paying the credit card debt, I'm just going to take the money out and you know, pay off the IRS debt because we can't put that in a bankruptcy, right? (laughs) Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Let's start off with income taxes. If this was a chapter seven are potentially dischargeable if they're old enough. And 
So, and the rule is real simple. To wipe out an income tax obligation, your taxes had to have come due more than three years ago. You had to file them for at least two years, and you couldn't have been assessed in the eight months prior to filing the bankruptcy. In this case, we're talking about Don and Jerry's taxes are actually not old enough. They're all from 15, 16, and 17. So they've got a $40,000 liability for their income tax obligation that they have to pay back. And if we put them in a Chapter 13 bankruptcy, the beauty is is we get to pay things in order of importance. So when we look at what Don and Jerry have available to spend, okay, what they have available to spend is probably $1,000 a month. Because when we looked at their budget, they were negative $1,500 a month in their budget. And that included after they were paying $2,500 a month for their credit cards. So now if you really only have $1,000, in real world, $1,000 doesn't pay $2,500 a month. It mathematically doesn't work. But in the world of bankruptcy, we get to take the debts in order of importance. So imagine that we've got $1,000 a month. We take that $1,000 a month and we pay it towards the most important bill. The house. The house arrears, right? That's what's so you're the most. Catch imp- up the house. We're gonna catch up the house. Then what's the second most important bill? The bill that can't go away in a bankruptcy. That's the IRS. I thought you said we could get rid of those taxes. In this case, these taxes are what we call priority taxes because they're all from 15, 16, and 17. So they're not old enough. They're not old enough, so they would have to be repaid in full. And they don't qualify for a Chapter Seven anyway. Correct. But look at what Don's. Uh, look what Banker's advice was. Banker's advice was take the money out of the IRA and pay off. The, the catch up the house and pay off the IRS and then pay off money towards your credit cards. Now, in this in this scenario, we put Don and Jerry into a Chapter 13 at $1,000 a month. That's enough money to catch up on the house and pay off the IRS. Now, Ryan, what would have happened had but they... But what about the credit cards? Well, I'm what, sorry, Jenny. What, Go what, ahead. What, what about the credit cards? But there's, there's not there's, enough money to pay off the credit card, oh, so the Chapter 13 won't work, will No, it? absolutely will work. The beauty of a Chapter 13 in this situation is, is we get to pay with what we can afford, who's important. And since we don't have any money left over beyond that, Visa, MasterCard, American Express get nothing. We call that the zero dividend plan. And that's when I go back to, as I was going to say, Brian, is, you know, what would have happened if they had, you know, taken the money out of the IRA and caught up um, their mortgage payment and paid off the taxes and then entered into the chapter? Oh, see, that would be crazy because now the IRA is gone. The IRA is gone. But because of it, because they paid off the taxes and they paid off, caught up their house. They still have a thousand dollars left yeah, over. We go to the credit card now we have a thousand dollars a month for sixty months that goes to Visa and Mastercard instead of zero going to Visa and Mastercard and accomplishing the same goal. A five year chapter thirteen, and it doesn't have to necessarily be five years. It could be as little as three years. But in this case, we want to we want to make the payment as low as humanly possible for uh, but I think that's why it's important to plan and to, to, to seek a professional that can look at how all of the pieces work together. Otherwise, you might get little pieces here and oh, there and a, never a, get the best plan. Absolutely. So tell me, what about the car payment? Can you do now, something with oh, that? Because they're paying $684 a month for three more years on a car that's only worth eight grand. Well, I, I actually can do a whole bunch of things with the car. 
we have the ability to do something called a cram down on their car. And the cram down means that in chapter 13, we can utilize the money that they were paying for the car to help catch up the house, to help pay the taxes and pay the car what it's worth. Possibly, again, leaving zero money available to well, pay would Visa be and MasterCard. Because it's all going to go to pay the taxes and the catch up on the house. And also pays trustee fees and attorney's right. fees and all the administrative costs of the case. But the, the neat thing about it is, is that you pay what the car is worth. You lower your interest rate possibly too. They were at 12%. I can probably take that interest rate down to 5% or so. So if you lower the, if you lower the balance down to 8000 spreading it out over 36 months at 5 6%, their payment's going to go down from like 665 a month to 243 Yeah. Okay, so, that, so, there, so let's recap. You file a Chapter 13 in Don and Jerry's case. You stop the foreclosure the moment you file the case. You get five years to catch up on those five payments that they're behind on their mortgage, those four or five payments. You're able to reduce the mortgage, the, the car payment from $680 to $243. You're able to take your excess money that's available in your budget because you're not going to pay your credit cards, and you use that money to pay off the tax debt, catch up on the house, and cover the administrative costs of the bankruptcy so that you pay Visa and MasterCard and $100,000 of credit card debt, nothing. At the end of five years, you still have your house, you still have your IRA, you have zero credit card debt, you have zero tax debt. 100% and correct. And you have a lower car payment. Correct. Now, let me let me show you something. Well, by then, you've already paid <coughs> off the car. Let me, let, me, let me change up the facts just a little bit to show you that it doesn't have to be even this complicated to show that Chapter 13 is beneficial. Let's just say you owe $22,000 on a car worth $8,000. Your car payment is $665 a month, and you can't afford that car payment anymore. You've got $10,000 with a credit card debt and $10,000 with the hospital bills, and you're trying to juggle everything. If we could lower what you owe on the car to its fair market value and take... And all when we look at your budget, if it shows that you don't have six sixty five to pay the car, all you really have is four hundred dollars to pay a car payment and to deal with all your debt. I can take that four hundred dollars. I can use it to pay off your car and pay as little or nothing to Visa and Mastercard. Chapter thirteen is not about having to pay back a certain amount. Chapter thirteen is about forcing your creditors to accept what you can afford. It's a big difference. The visas and the MasterCards all want their minimum monthly payments in the real world. In bankruptcy, we look at your income and expenses, figure out what you can afford after you live, eat, sleep, breathe, and are happy. We manipulate your budget so that you can maximize being happy and minimize what the creditors get. Yeah. I look at it, it's a tool. It's a tool for financial management. Just like American Airlines in 2000 and I think 10 filed bankruptcy with $2.5 billion of cash in the bank because they wanted to cancel their union contracts. Wall Street said that was a brilliant move. They were using the laws out there to pursue their financial interest. That's the same thing for Don and Jerry. Let's look at where they're at at the end of the five years compared to where they would be had they followed the banker's advice. Had they followed the banker's advice, their equity in the home 
for both and under both scenarios would go up because it was forty thousand in equity. They're making their mortgage payments. Unless the for economy five years. collapses again. So but let's just let's assume the values go up to fifty five thousand dollars in both scenarios. I'm not cynical. Their IRA under the banker's theory would be zero because they cashed it out. If they preserve the IRA at one fifty, if they got five percent growth over the next five years, that IRA at the end of the five years would be worth one hundred ninety two thousand five hundred. That means their total assets by filing the Chapter 13 are 247.5, whereas if they did what the banker said and cashed out the IRA, they'd have $55,000 in assets. Their credit card debt under the Chapter 13 is zero. Under the banker's theory of just paying off part of, half the credit card debt, they'd still have the same $50,000 in credit card debt because they're still in the credit card trap. Their budget didn't even allow them to pay to make the payments. They were still $250 short. So at the end of the day, if they do the Chapter 13, their net worth is $247,500. If they do what the banker said and cashed out the IRA, still leaving them $50,000 of credit card debt, their net worth is going to be a lousy $5,000. That's why I said there's 240,000 reasons why the banker's advice was the wrong advice and filing the Chapter 13 is the correct advice. It's that critical and it's that big. You know what? But everybody out there who's in that situation, all, they all ask the same question. And we've gone over this repeatedly many different shows. What about my credit score? And I got to tell you something. In this situation, you can't sell your credit score. I don't care how good it is. Your credit score is going to get better over time, and you're going to have a quarter million bucks in the bank. Yeah. Not only that, their credit score already took the tank because they were five months, four months behind on their on their house payment at that point. So they already took the hit on their credit score anyway. He, he, here's the point. Everybody faces this, not everybody faces this situation, but when you are facing this situation, there's, it's, there's a desperate point and you need to find advice to decide what the right thing to do is. Don and Jerry had different options. They had the option of cashing out the IRA to bail out the house. The point is, that's not the smart move. And if you only talk to someone who is blinded by the fact that they think that they don't understand bankruptcy, they don't see the benefit, and they think that it's a bad outcome, and they go and they just look to the easy solution of cashing out the IRA, that's devastating to Don and Jerry's future. $250,000 difference. And it's not only that. You pointed it out. We were talking before. At the end of that five years, Don and Jerry's budget is $1,000 positive per month, so they're in a position to continue saving yeah. money. And imagine this. If, they, if they've got little kids now, they can then start saving money for college expenses. They can put $12,000 a year into retirement. They have the ability to change their future for the better by doing this the right way which is utilizing the Chapter 13. The wrong way was listening to Joe so Banker. They've absolutely got to explore their options. That's the whole point. All right, let's do announcements, and then we'll have a closing comment on Don and Jerry. I want to remind our listeners to watch the TV version of Law & Reality every Sunday, TV 20, 11 o'clock a.m. Also, go to our website, lawandreality.com, and enter the monthly contest. Every month we give away a $50 free Visa gift card, 
a, a lawn reality golf hat, and a copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. You just pop your email address onto the homepage. You're entered into the contest. If you win, we notify you and send you the goodies. We have two seminars coming up. On Wednesday, October 17th, 6 to 7.30 p.m., estate planning is not optional. Brian and I, along with Jeff Linden, are going to walk through the steps of a proper estate plan, the documents you need while living, a durable power of attorney, a health care power of attorney. We're also going to talk about how to avoid probate, and we're also going to talk about if you're in a probate fight, how that process works so that you understand all, the, all of the issues. Attendees get a $300 gold certificate off the cost of any estate plan. All of our seminars are free. You sign up at lawnreality.com or you call 888-235-HELP uh, and, and register. Then on Wednesday, November 7th, we have a seminar coming up. My favorite title, it is I'd Rather Eat Turkey Than Be a Debt Turkey. Oh, brother. We're going to go through the steps that we take. Solutions using bankruptcy, solutions outside of bankruptcy, like debt resolution that we talked about, I think, two weeks ago, as a way of preserving future income for you and your family. The goal is to get to retirement and to have something in savings there and not and to be debt-free with a house paid for. It's critical that you get rid of the debt in order to accomplish that goal. Jenny's going to do a special segment on tax problems. Sign up. Uh, attendees get a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Sign up at thavgross.com, lawnreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. Remember, you can always come into Thavgos for a free consultation. Estate planning issues and financial issues with Brian, tax problems with Jenny, business issues with me, uh, workers' compensation and disability issues with Jeff Kirshner, elder law issues with Pat Zamasco. Just go on the website, request a free consult, or call 888-235-HELP, and we'll get you in. Also, be sure and check out free reports. We've got three of them up on the website right now. How to Save Your Home from Foreclosure, Business Formations, Loans and Grants for Small Businesses, uh, Retiree's Guide to Social Security, and Jenny and I are putting up a new report on resolving tax problems. It should be up any day. Keep an eye out on the website to see if it's posted. I want to thank our sponsors, Thav Gross, Samasco Law, and Jeff Kirshner Law. All right, couple comments back, uh, back to Don and Jerry. The... All of our shows are on the are, are, are posted to YouTube. When we talk about circumstances like Don and Jerry's on a show, I always go and I like to watch and see what the comments are. And oftentimes I'll see a comment like in this situation that would say, yeah, but if they refinanced their house and cashed in the IRA, they would be able to get rid of the debt and avoid bankruptcy. <clears throat> well, first of and, all, they can't refinance their house. They ruined their credit already by being five months behind on their house. Well, slightly different facts. And refinancing the house just takes away from your future. Remember, what's our three-point retirement plan? Own the home free and clear, have zero debt, and have some money in savings when you retire. If you refinance it, you're just taken away from your retirement. I think we have to go back to that stigma. If the big banks and the corporations file bankruptcies, then they're they're smart, uh, they're brilliant. If you do it, you have to look at it also as a legal tool. It's not saying that I avoided bankruptcy as any badge of honor um, when you end up poor. For, 10 Don, years for Don and Jerry to cash in the IRA is the worst possible move. If they would have done, if they followed the banker's advice and cashed in the IRA, you know what would have happened in three years? 
they'd be in our office anyway because they, they still have $50,000 of credit, credit card debt. And their budget is negative $200 a month. So, so they'd be behind on the mortgage would, again. <laughs> they'd be behind on the mortgage. They couldn't pay off the credit card debt. They'd be in the credit card trap. And then we could then put them into a Chapter 13, but we couldn't get the IRA back. The IRA would be gone forever. No matter, no matter who you are, no matter whether your your situation is as critical as Don and Jerry or you're finding yourself struggling with your credit cards or you're finding yourself struggling with unpaid bills because there's just too many of them, before you take assets that, that nobody else can touch the I, other than the IRS and, and, and spend them and make them disappear, come get the right advice because... That's the one thing that you need to do is keep those assets for your future. And if you do it wrong, they're gone. If you do it right, you keep them and you're out of debt. So when you talk about getting advice, okay, so is it wrong to talk to the banker? I'm not going to say it's wrong. No, but you it's need an opinion. To you got to get more people. Yes, 100% sure. And be sure just, not to talk to Jerry the bartender over this one. If you just talk to the guy who's who, who's Ricky Refinance, he's going to tell you he's going to try and figure out a way to refinance your, your your house. If you talk to Mr. Debt Settlement, he's going to say, "Oh, well, I'll get you freedom by resolving your tax debt uh, through debt, you know, through debt settlement." You need to explore the right option to find it. That's what we do. We evaluate all options. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with Law and Reality.